Now, think Bordeaux wine and what springs to mind. Old world quality may be one thing, and if a high price is another, then think again. In this week's Tuesday report on the One Two Three Show, reporter Andrew Dembina speaks to Thomas Julian, the Bordeaux Wine Council's man based in Hong Kong and China. He explains the release of its latest list of 100 quality yet affordable everyday Bordeaux wines, wines chosen especially for the Hong Kong market. Hi, I'm Thomas Julian. I represent the uh, Bordeaux Wine Council, which is the uh, the organisation that brings together all Bordeaux wine producers and and wine merchants. So I've been based in Hong Kong for 10 years. And I've seen the uh, first hands what happened in Hong Kong with the opening of the wine markets, with the drop of the tax that was 2008. And we've seen the market that's evolved quite fast. And we are coming to a point where Hong Kong definitely is the wine hub in Asia. And we get more and more knowledge and interest among the people. You see the uh, the wine shops, you see the wine activities. There are a lot of uh, tastings, festivals, activities. And we try to participate to uh, to let people know more about Bordeaux wines. So we have a few activities that we roll out in order for people to get to know more about Bordeaux wines, appellations, and the uh, wide uh, assortment of wines that we have in the region. Mm. Now, at the end of October last month, a selection of 100 quality, yet affordable, everyday Bordeaux wines were chosen especially for the Hong Kong market. Where did this idea come from to go for this affordable end of the scale? Well, that's precisely what, what we think is at the core of our mission, which is that there are some conceptions about Bordeaux, and there are certainly one which is that Bordeaux wines are only for unique opportunities. You have exceptional wines that are going to age very well, that you want to keep for a perfect day. What we want to say is that, yes, we have those wines, but we also have wines which are available to the uh, to the public, which are much more affordable, and that you don't have to wait for the most perfect day in your life to open. Those wines are available on the, on the Hong Kong market. Apart from the price, what is the other criteria to make it a quality? Yes, affordable wine. So the, the way it works is that Hong Kong importers have the possibility to, uh, to submit the samples. Mm. So the basic rule is that these wines are already available on the Hong yeah. Kong markets. And then there's a, a blind tasting which is organized with uh, Hong Kong professionals. Mm -hmm. And they are the ones to pick the wines. So it's not us from Bordeaux saying that these are the wines that you should drink. Mm. But these are Hong Kong experts picking the wines that they deem most fitted to the Hong Kong palate. So the people, the, the jury who's tasting those wines blind, they are professionals, they are sommeliers, they are wine teachers. Generally, they have contacts with the, uh, with the consumers. Mm. They know what, what are the expectations in terms of uh, taste profile for a given wine. And they also have a very short palate. They are able to taste a lot of different wines and to pick the wines that they deem the most uh, adapted for the Hong Kong market and the Hong Kong consumers. Okay, now you've been with the Bordeaux Wine Board in Hong Kong and Greater China for 10 years. Have you seen the taste change? Have you seen um, that people want to have a more full-bodied red Bordeaux? with Cantonese delicately flavored dishes. What we see uh, along those, those 10 years is that people starting to get an interest in, in wine. It's almost, you know, falling down the rabbit hole mm. and continuing and wanting to expand their knowledge, getting more curious. And the more you know about wine that you're going to taste, the more you appreciate it. And in Bordeaux, we have a, a wide array of appellations and wine styles. You know, we have dry white yeah. wines. We mentioned the, uh, the fact that we have some reds which are able to age for a very long time, but we also have some roses we have some sweet wines so they are fitted to a lot of different occasions 
So you handed over the decision, as you were saying, to this jury. They were all wine industry professionals. Either there was a master of wine in charge, I know, Deborah Meberg. There were sommeliers and other wine professionals involved. Do you have any input at all in that? The Bordeaux Wine Board, the CIVB? No, we, we, we just create the, uh, the, the, the opportunity and the tasting mm. and, and the, uh, the experts that yeah. taste the wines. And we have a ranking, so, so there are different price segments because we want to make sure also that the wines are going to compete versus some of the wines which are going to be in the main, same um, price brackets. Yeah. And then there, there's the, uh, the fact that they have to come from Bordeaux, obviously, mm. and they have to be from recent vintages. It's oh. important that these wines, they are not wines that you want to keep 10 years or 20 years in your wine cellar. These are wines which are available right now. now on the Hong Kong markets and that you can drink. You can open the bottle and drink them and enjoy them right now. When, when the market was not mature, mm. there was a proxy to assess the quality of a wine that was the price. Yeah. And people getting more comfortable is, is also helping them to realize that you can have pleasure and you can have very good wines at an affordable price. And this is the message that we aim to, to send, to get across with this program, which is that you can have some excellent value for money wines within the Bordeaux offer, which are available here in, in Hong Kong for uh, all sorts of occasions. You know, you don't have to, uh, uh, to wait for a, a very special occasion. You can actually open a bottle and wine after a hard day with your friends mm. or your family and to yeah. share it or to offer on an everyday sort of occasion. And was it important, you mentioned before that you wanted to have examples from different appellations, that's the regions within Bordeaux, the official appellations. Was it important that every region was covered, every appellation? Yes, and it's, it's also something that we are noticing, which is that in Bordeaux we have 60 appellations, and there are some appellations which are very famous, yeah. Bordeaux being one, mm. but we have Médoc, Pauillac, Saint-Emilion, and, and so on. And there are maybe some lesser-known appellations, mm. like uh, Castillon, Côte de Bordeaux, like Franc, yeah. Côte de Bordeaux, like uh, Saint-Foy. And these are appellations which are coming in the selection, mm. And it's also a good sign that the market is maturing and people are getting forward and, and they want to know more. They are getting further in terms of being curious and open to taste new appellations that they didn't know. So this, this program that, that we have in our priority markets around the world, it was started in, in Hong Kong and China. And the reason we started it was that there, there was a, a very uh, important uh, curiosity towards our wines. And we were asked the question, you have a very wide range where should I begin? What are the wines that you recommend? Mm. So we wanted to get a selection of wine, a yearly selection yeah. that we could offer to the, to the people to, uh, for them to, uh, to start to initiate their wine journey. And for some of us, it's a good way also to renew their interest and to open up to new uh, new wines or new appellations, which we make sure that we incorporate every year in the selection. And following on from this uh, interesting idea in Hong Kong and China, you're now rolling out the same philosophy elsewhere, right? Absolutely. The program was, was also expanded in, in the U.S., in the in the UK, in Germany, where there's also an interest to uh, to get some recommendation as to which bottle wines to start with. It's very interesting that it started in Hong Kong and China. It just shows that uh, some things can grow from here to do with French wine that then becomes a popular way of introducing different regions of Bordeaux elsewhere in the world. I think Hong Kong really gained a, um, a reputation as, as a wine place and is uh, an established wine mm. capital of the world right mm. now. Mm. You know, we, we look back at what happened in 10 years and the, uh, the industry consolidated as, 
At the same time, we get to the consumers who are much more knowledgeable about wine. You see, we see wine bars, you see restaurants, mm. you see wine festivals, so many opportunities to learn about wine. And this is also one of the wine capitals of the world in terms of uh, wine knowledge and wine, uh, wine learning. You know, there are a lot of opportunities here right. to be wine trained. To be frank, though, over those 10 years since the tax has dropped, has it been a tough battle to some extent with many other regions coming in? There have been regions, new world regions, or even old world regions like Greece and Georgia that people didn't really know much about until the last few years. Has this been an increasing challenge for Bordeaux? It's, uh, it's a much more competitive environment. But at the same time, it's the, the way we look at it is that we get so much more support in terms of uh, regions and brands trying to uh, to talk to the consumers and to recruit new wine consumers you know part of the pleasure that you have when you drink wine is to discover yeah. uh, new areas new appellations sure. and and we certainly feel that way i mean we we are also interested in what's the uh, the so-called competitors are, are doing yeah. and we do things together you know we participate in wine festival so when we can pull the resources together in order to engage with the consumers it's, it's even better. And of course, we, we feel that we have something to bring and some strength to bring and some interest to bring to the, uh, to the wine consumers. You know, we talk about uh, the, the wine industry, but I, I feel that the word industry doesn't do justice to the, uh, okay. the nature of the relationship that, that we have. Because at the end of the day, these are small companies. Mm. And in Bordeaux, the average size of the, uh, the wine estate is very small. Mm. So we have family businesses, family-oriented businesses, and they are always interested to meet some uh, families from some of the regions of the world. So you come to the Wine and Dine Festival in, in Hong Kong or in some of the places where we have it, mm. and it's, it's very friendly. And you see the winemakers, they don't necessarily regard the uh, winemakers from other regions as competitors, yeah. but as colleagues. We do the same job, and we enjoy to share the wines. And this is happening as well within the region. You know, in Bordeaux, we have mm. a lot of different appellations. Yeah. We have the right bank, so we have the, uh, we have the Medoc, we have the Saint-Emilion, mm. and it's all a good moment also to come together and to exchange and to taste the wines which are produced by your colleagues. Uh, it's, it's a craftsmanship, you know, wine, so, so you get a lot in, in common when you are meeting some of the producers and you want to share this and, and it's always interesting to taste the production that you have, sure. be it from your neighbors or be it from the, uh, the production region which is on the other side of the world, but it's always very good for you to, to know and to improve your, your knowledge of the wine world, the consumers and the wine production aspects. So, Thomas, final question. People will really want to know from this uh, quality yet affordable range, what's something that they might want to try that came out of this? Okay, you will see that in this list, you get a lot of appellations which are well-established and famous. Bordeaux, Margot, Poyac. So, so these are uh, household names. Yeah. So maybe that would be an opportunity to take this list and to look at some appellations which are lesser known. Yeah. We have Puisseguin Saint-Emilion, uh, we have Côte de Blaye, we have Côte de Castillon, we have Listrac Médoc, yeah. and we have fantastic estates, mm. wine estates in less these famous. regions, which are less famous. Yeah. And then if I may also uh, make a suggestion, mm. when you think about Bordeaux, you think about red wine. Yeah. We have in this selection some dry white wines, yeah. and the quality of the dry white wines in Bordeaux is very, very good. So this is also probably a way to uh, take a new look at what's happening yeah. in Bordeaux, 
and to um, to get out of the uh, traditional way of approaching Bordeaux wines, you know, mm-hmm. you can have it by itself because probably the uh, the red wines from Bordeaux, you want to to have a meal with mm-hmm. it, but a dry white wine from Bordeaux, be it from uh, Entre Deux Mer or, yeah. or the Bordeaux region. It's very easy at the end of the day, you know, and to have a, a glass of, of wine, which is well-made. Okay. Mm. And everything can be read, the findings can be found on the website, right? Yes, absolutely. So if you want to find the, uh, the selection, it's on Bordeaux.com website. And then you can, depending on, on what you're looking for, uh, whether you are interested in the, uh, the price segments yeah. or the uh, occasion or the type of uh, food and wine pairing that you would like to have, you will get this possibility to select the wines from this selection and make a selection on the selection. So that's a great amount of search criteria for the listener who has heard a certain amount about Bordeaux, or maybe they know a bit about Bordeaux, they can take a look at this website and find out some interesting bottles that they can open right now, not for laying down in the cellar, and maybe try some of the whites. Or did you say there were rosés as well? Yes, it's also uh, not not so obvious about Bordeaux when you think about Bordeaux, but we do produce some some rosé, and these are interesting wines because they are very flexible. You know, especially with uh, if you have a Cantonese meal mm. and it's delicate, and you don't want to have wines which are overpowering. Right. Well, you get the rosé, which is both fruity and and you get the good balance. It's fresh. It's very easy, and it's gonna pair with most of the dishes in Cantonese cuisine. So I would advise as well for the rosé. Very interesting. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Well, that was Thomas Julian of the Bordeaux Wine Council, and he was talking to Tuesday food and drink reporter Andrew Dembina.